Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. The level of talent in Nashville, Tennessee, and we've talked about it in the show before, is quite frankly something that I had never experienced in my life. But there is one particular talent whose name is synonymous with everybody in the music community. Everyone loves her. And not only because she's an incredible person, an incredible soul, always cheers with a smile, but man, when you hear her sing, you just get goosebumps. Your heart stops. And everybody just pays attention. And I'm talking about a name that you ought to know, ladies and gentlemen, Kashina Sampson. Kashina is a throwback to Laurel Canyon 1960s era. You think you're listening to Linda Ronstadt, Joni Mitchell, the Eagles, you name it. It is an incredible sound, but with songwriting that is really heartfelt, really 2021, and really universal. Her new album, Time Machine, it's coming out today, the day we're releasing this podcast on on September 10th, 2021. And man, what an album, guys. I mean, Hello Darkness, you know, Little, Whole Lot Better, The Black Sea, Work of Art, all 11 songs, just phenomenal, phenomenal. Came out via New Moon Records, so guys, check it out. And her first album, Wild Heart, came out four years ago, also a great record. But in this special episode we sit down with Kashina in a in a live setting in our in a live uh, version of our show and we talk about her incredible journey her journey that's taken her from being born in South Korea growing up in Hong Kong then moving stateside and then becoming an artist really in Las Vegas and Los Angeles before setting foot in Nashville and uh, she also gives us a couple of a cappella performances that are Spine tingling to say the least. So stay tuned for that. Definitely our first ever a cappella performances. So wonderful to get that into our Rolo decks. So guys, welcome to the show. Enjoy this special episode with Kashina Sampson and check out her new album, Time Machine, out now. Kashina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. It's so great to have you here with us in the show. Thank you for Thanks having for me. So, I mean, your album is coming out, Time Machine. It's going to be out by the time this airs. And let's just get the obvious out of the way, because, you know, what an album. I mean, this is like early 70s, Laurel Canyon. Thank you. Eagles, <laughs> Linda Ronstadt. It is an absolute beauty of a masterpiece that you've unleashed. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. So, that. So let's start with that. Uh, and the album has had a, a long journey to this point, Kashina. Is it almost more gratifying? in a way, that you're releasing this album with everything that's been going on since it was kind of ready for you. Yes, it has been a long journey to the release of this record. It was recorded in February of 2019, and I um, shopped it around for a bit, and it was just about ready to put it out in March of 2020, like start getting everything going for it. Right. And then Great month a lot of stuff yeah. happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know. To put it mildly. So yeah. you just kinda of put it on ice. I did. For a second. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But the great thing about the, the songs is that um, you know, they, they weren't they're not of a of a time capsule. 
they're very human. They're very, so they're, you know, they weren't of a time frame. Mm. Um, did you tinker a lot with the songs during last year? Did you play with them? Well, what do you mean, just play around my house? Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I should probably reemphasize. Like, the project was ready. Did you, like, go back to the studio? No, it was done. It was, it was done. done. Um, we recorded it in a week, and it was mastered a couple months after that, and it, the whole record was done, the artwork, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool, Kashina. And, okay, so you have an album uh, party release coming up in Nashville. Uh, on September 8th, on September 8th. at the Bay Cities. So by the time this, this airs, it's, it's going it's gonna, to, it will have happened. Okay. But let me ask you <laughs> about the community. Mm. Because uh, the people here in Nashville, they love you. Artists, mm. musicians, producers. You are a, a spirit that when you say your name, Kashina Samson, in public, people's face just lights up. Oh, that's nice. It's, it, it's just <laughs> an, it's true. It's a beautiful thing. And I, and I think that Wednesday, your album release show is going to be a celebration of that. How does it feel to have that kind of support from, you know, from all of Music City, really? Uh, it feels great. That's why I moved here, you know, to be yeah. in the middle of a community of artists and musicians and like-minded people. That was the whole reason I chose to move to Nashville in 2015. And it also feels good to be doing the show at the Basement East because I've also worked there since I moved to town as a bartender. Yes. And that's how I have funded all my music as an independent artist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Looking forward to it, Kashina. And uh, you, you talked about moving to Nashville. So, so let me ask a little bit about your early life because it's fascinating. Okay. So you were born in Hong Kong? Korea. In Korea, in but you Seoul. moved to Hong Kong, right? I moved to Hong Kong probably around the age of four. Okay. I think. And you were there until the age of nine? Yes. Okay. And how was like your upbringing musically wise? Because, um, you know. I come from a very musical family. I have two older sisters. Yeah. And they started playing the guitar when they were seven. I, I, they had music lessons in Hong Kong and all the songs they, they used to play old Linda Ronstadt songs yeah. and the Eagles, like you were saying, like those were all the songs I grew up listening to and playing. And we grew up singing three part harmony together. We used to have a band together. And I've just always been singing. I grew up also in Hong Kong. We didn't have any TV. So what I did have was a bunch of old VHS uh, musicals. And I grew up watching old musicals like South Pacific, West Side Story, The Sound of Music. Oh, so wow. we were always singing and putting on shows. Me and my sisters, we would like create dressing rooms and put on a whole show <laughs> and like write out scripts and write songs. And then like be like, all right, mom and dad, Sit down, we've Sit got down. a show for you. Wow. And that's what I grew up doing, performing. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, that's great to hear. And that explains a lot of, you know, just your, like we saw your third in Linsley recently, which by oh. the way was another show where people just stopped in their tracks and they're like, what's happening here oh. with this voice? <laughs> but yes, it makes perfect sense because, you know, your shows are an experience. They're mm. not just a, a performance. Okay, so you were until you were nine years old and then you moved back to the States. Yes, we moved to Connecticut. You moved to Connecticut and then you end up in, um, in Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. And this is where you really like, you know, grow as, as a human and, and you spend most of your life there. From high school on. Okay. And, and tell us for our audience, uh, Kashina, that may not know, that may only know the Vegas of the Strip, you know, the Caesars Palace and the Bellagio Fountains. Mm -hmm. How was it growing up as an artist in Las Vegas? It was great. I went to a performing arts high school mm -hmm. out there called the Las Vegas Academy. Yeah. It was a great high school experience. Yeah. I don't think I could have asked for anything better. It, yeah. I had a blast in high school. I never look back on high school going like, oh gosh, 
I'm always like, man, high school was, was fun. kind of was, fun. You were popular. You I did I did nothing but shows and performing. Yeah. Um, and all my friends were doing the same thing. And I don't know. To me, I don't. I didn't know anything about Vegas when I moved there, so it, I don't know how to explain it as a different experience that sure. other kids could have had at a different town. You had it in verse. Like, you, yeah, it was you just like, it's just where I live. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, and Vegas back then was different than it is now even. Like yeah. Now I'm like, I don't, couldn't see myself living in Vegas. It's true. Mm-hmm. I remember going in the 90s as a kid. Yeah. And with my family, and, and they were trying to like make it like a family mm-hmm. kind of destination. Yeah, at that circus, point. circus. <laughs> yeah, so I remember MGM had like the little like Disney kind of like animals, like lions. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. But now it's all, it's all different. Exactly. Um, but it was a good experience. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, because you know, so when you're on stage, like, would that be accurate to say that that's when you feel the most you, when you're like singing and performing? Yes, that's what I love doing the most. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. But what, what is that feeling, Kashina, when you're like out there and just being yourself on stage? Well, there's a bit of vulnerability there because mm-hmm. I'm singing my truth. All my songs come from my own experiences and sure. things I've gone through. And performing those songs, I tap back into what that experience was in the moment. Yeah and getting to share that with other people is a gift, Yeah, really. Getting to change the vibration in the room, getting people to step outside of what might be going on in their lives for that moment, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, they can just kind of zone out of the chaos or not, well, not chaos, but whatever's going on in their life that they might not want to be focused on in the moment. Yeah, it's, absolutely, Kachina. And okay, one of the things I love the most about your music, your first album and this new one, is that like you said you're vulnerable you speak and a lot of that is you know past experiences breakups things sad moments but there's always a twinge of hope there's always like there's always light in your songs yes and they're realistically light it's it's beautiful thank you so, so you know yeah it's always like you know that like you know success is like two millimeters away like you know mm. that where did this come from did this come from your family is this like where did this core value that you live your life come from that's a good question I don't know if it's something that is just everybody has that you can choose to tap into or not. Um, maybe just my experience of you just got to hold on, you know, through heartache, through disappointment, you either are going to learn from it and grow or you're not. And you're, you know what I mean? I guess we have two choices. Yes. And. I've always been somebody that wants to learn, that wants to grow, that wants to be better. And so from anything like that that's happened in my life, I try to find the silver lining of it's made me who I am today. Yeah. It's, so, so let me like tell you that most people don't have that skill. It's really? Wonder, <laughs> yes. Yes, actually. That's a bummer. I, it, it is. <laughs> Because, and it's a beautiful thing how you transform things into opportunities and light. Do you think that, ha- I think part of this is the fact that you've moved around so much. I have moved around quite a bit. You've been in many situations, many different people, and, and you're like, hey, like I, I, I just think that you think to yourself, I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'm you got to let the place like, dictate like, my happiness. You have to learn to within. adjust with your surroundings. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're a special soul. Thank you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Okay, um, Okay. so you're in Vegas, you do all this thing, pivotal moment in your career, you go to LA, and by serendipity, you end up in a cruise ship. Yes, 
I was in LA for about seven years. Okay. I moved out there when I was 21. Sure. And really started focusing on my music. Mm -hmm. um, I found a vocal coach out there who really helped me leaps really? and bounds with my voice okay. and learning how to take the reins and get some control of your, my vocals. Your voice is so powerful. Did, did this coach kind of like rein you in or did he more like redirect your power if you want? He always, he taught me how to have control over my voice and for it not to be so all over the place because yeah. it is so big. Uh -huh. And he also was very big on you sing like you. Don't try to sing like anybody else. Sing like you. Okay. And the way that he would explain the voice and vocals to me, for some, I had taken vocal lessons my whole life, but for some reason, the way he did it, it just clicked. He also yeah. had a very positive way of getting you to change what you were doing. He was never negative in yeah. any way. He would never be like, oh, you know, I would maybe mess up or do something. He'd be like, oh, yes, try this. And he would explain it right. in a way that just clicked. Right. And it changed my voice completely. Well, thank you. Yeah. Coach. And then you ended up in a cruise ship. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch and I got an email from uh, a friend I went to college with out in Las Vegas. And he said, the music director from Larev wants to get a hold of you. Can I give him your number? And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And this guy called and was like, hey, we're looking for a girl uh, to go on a cruise ship. It starts in two weeks. Uh, the girl that was going to do it just dropped out. I've seen some videos of you. You were recommended. Would you want to do it? And I thought, sure, why not? You know, like, you why opening, not? Time. Yeah, it was supposed to be for seven months, and I ended up doing it for three years. Unbelievable. So I thought, I'll just go for seven months, travel, Where did get paid go? to sing. Where? Everywhere. It was a high-end cruise line, 300 passengers called Silver Sea. And we went all over the place, the Baltic, the Mediterranean, Australia, New Zealand, South Asia, the Caribbean, the Amazon, Alaska. Any, I, I think I went to over 70 countries. Okay, this, this, this is, there's a lot to unwrap here. I love yeah. this part of, like when people do your biography in 20 years and it's gonna be great, this is a pivotal part. Okay. Um, because, okay, you found your songwriting while you were doing covers, that's one part. Yes. But also like, talk to me about just being in the Baltic, being in the oceans. How did like seeing the world kind of like influence the art you're making now? That's a great question too. I mean, also just being surrounded by people from all over the world, right? Even just on the ship, my other coworkers and the other crew members on the ship, you meet people from everywhere that have different points of views and different experiences in life and you get to learn from all of it. Yeah. Um, a lot of the songs I wrote were while I was on, for my first record were while I was on that, on that, that yeah. first ship. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. So you would just go to your cabin and write? Yeah. Amazing. About what was going on. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you had like hyperspeed experiences. Yes. Because people came to you. And also the, the, the experience of performing every night. I really started to hone in on, on that, on my performance. And it gave me stamina. You know, you're singing every night. We had all different kinds of shows we were doing in the middle of the ocean on rocky seas. You yeah. know what I mean? Trying sure. to figure it all out and sing. Sure. Um, I'd be up on a stool with my guitar as the ship was rocking. 
because it wasn't a big ship. So those bigger ships, they have um, stabilizers. Right. Ours didn't. <laughs> so like the curtains are swaying and you're just. The show was going on. Yeah, the show went on and it was a great experience. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Time Machine really quickly. It's a great album. All the, there's no filler. And um, like I told you off camera, first of all, thank you because the, the kind of work that went into this, into this art from the presentation, the production, I know that it was a lot of effort, a lot of hours, and a lot of energy. And I just want to tell you and acknowledge you that, like, that it's there and that the universe kind of acknowledges that effort and that it's going to pay dividends for you in many ways. Thank you. Like, it doesn't go unnoticed, even though you can't see it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so, so, so that I, I have to put that out there. And um, but yeah, but but let me ask you about uh, about about that album in the sense that how difficult are some of these songs to perform live because they're pretty they're pretty personal. A lot of the songs on this record I have not performed live yet. Yet. Yeah. How I'm, are you feeling? I'm excited. Very excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to really get the the melodies in my in my body. Because sure. then once it's all clicked in in that way, then all I have to do is focus on the, the story that I'm telling. Once the mechanics are clicked in vocally, yeah, then I can just let it all go and focus on the story that I'm telling Definitely. the audience. And also the album release, like kind of like process. It sounds really, it's almost exhausting, Kashina, because it's like not only do you have to do the songs, sing them, do your artistic part beautifully, but now you have to do it on TikTok and Instagram and and, and oh, social media, yeah, that's it's, so exhausting it's for exhausting, me, right? <laughs> but everybody that knows me <laughs> will message me once in a while or call me, and be like, Ashina, you're doing great on that social media because it's not my thing. It's it's not, but I I try because I I want to share this music, yeah, and so that's the platform that is being used, yeah, at this time. So I gotta kind of get with the times. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm an old soul, so technologies. I call people every day, like, how do I do that? What are you doing? How did you do that? Yeah, I have to. I talk tick. Yes, <laughs> yeah. My friend still with the TikTok. I'm still like, I got a friend. Everybody was like, get on that TikTok, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't understand TikTok. Yeah, yeah I don't crazy. really. It's fun though. When I go in there and watch those videos, they're kind of funny. Right, right. And they're tracking you. Yeah. Right? And they're like, oh. okay. She likes this. Oh gosh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So the videos get more like personal to it. I know. Like. You, can, you don't even have to be on your phone. You're talking about something, and then I get on my phone, and it shows me. That's crazy. Something I was talking about. Is that wild? Yeah. That's well. That's wild. Yeah. So, Kashina, okay, let's talk a little bit about, like, um, you're being so good with your, with your time. Thank you. Yeah. Besides your artistry, you're an animal lover. You, you are a lover of all creatures. Yes. You know, just tell us a little bit about that, about, like, the things, you, the, the way you give back to animals, to the community, and, and you know, the, the stuff you like to give back. Oh, that's a good question, too. I mean, yes, I've always been a huge dog lover. I remember even when I lived in Connecticut, we had some neighborhood dogs, Abby and Lucas. And after school, I wouldn't go look for my friends. I would go look for the dogs, Abby and Lucas. And I'd go hang out with them for hours. Right. <laughs> I just am much more comfortable with animals yeah. than I am with people. And so I try to do what I can. I've always rescued dogs. All my dogs growing up and family dogs have been rescue dogs. Um, so. Yeah. I guess that's how I give back. I don't know. It's just what I like to do. Definitely. So I don't know. 
Well, Kashina, I mean, look, you're, <laughs> you're just, just a really special soul. You've said it all. Your album, Time Machine, is amazing. And, uh, you know, just thank you for your energy. Thank you. And I think things are really going to blossom, and we're excited. We're here for it. We're, we uh, pre-purchased our trip. Awesome. You know? So thank you so much for your time, Kashina. Thank you. Do you, you want to perform a little song for us? Are you open to, to doing a little ditty for us? Sure. Yeah, I can sing something. I didn't bring my guitar, that's but fine. that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it, it, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you want. Yeah, I'll sing a little bit of yeah. um, a song from the new record. Let's see what I'll do here. All right, I will sing a little bit of my song, Little Spot of Sun, for y'all. Um, shining through my window, there's a smile upon my face. Leaves are dancing circles with the wind. A songbird she is singing, day has just begun. It's time to go out searching for my little spot of sun. I know that I will find it, hasn't failed me yet. Always meets me halfway down the path. Like old friends telling stories past the hours one by one. She always saves a place for me, my little spot of sun. Now she's gone again to hide herself away. As the darkness settles in. Oh, I know she will come back to me someday, light the sky again. Used to be a beggar, a soul without a home. Now all my hard-pressed sorrows laid to rest. Misfortune will not find me, for he has been outdone. And I will sit content here in my little spot of sun. Shining through my window, everything is in its place. Leaves are dancing circles with the wind. A songbird she is singing, another day's begun. And I am out here searching for my little spot of sun. That's a song for the doggies. Love it. <laughs> this has been... J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.